And hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Black Talk Welcome Radio. Back. It's your hostess with the mostest, Kristen Ayana, and my lovely co-host. I'm Arachi. And today we have a bunch of great topics mm-hmm. that we're going to talk to you guys about. And we have an interview with Blaze the Rebel. Shout out to him. He in the building. <laughs> my guest is on time. Because y'all know our Learn guests be late sometimes. So shout out to him. He's on time. He's ready to go. And it's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. So, first things first with our topics, let's get into this Beyonce documentary. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. I I watched it it last night. Well, yesterday into last night. And I just felt like it was so good. Like, the crazy part is it really focuses a lot on her Coachella performance. And, like, it shows a lot of footage of the performance. But it also shows, like, you know, the background work that went into it. And I just want to say, like, Beyonce's work ethic is really unmatched. Like, I think more than anything, that was something I definitely took away from the documentary. Also, she's just super creative. She really is. She's just all around talented. And the fact that she, you know, headlined Coachella Mm -hmm. and she just had her kids and everything, too. Like, she does not stop. She was even saying, like, in the documentary, like, how challenging it kind of was because, you know, she just had the twins and... Her body wasn't necessarily what she wanted it to be at the time, but she worked towards a goal. Like, I believe she said she rehearsed eight months prior to Coachella. But yeah, that was a good documentary. I love it. I'll probably watch it again, honestly. I'll watch it when I get back. Yeah, it was super duper good. Um, So shout out to Beyonce and all her hard work and all her team. Her team was definitely great. Like, her band, her dancers, everyone was really on point. It was, a, like, a great show. Mm. Now, moving on to our next topic. Um, police say that G. Herbo was arrested for assaulting Ari, which is the mother of his child. Now, he has been arrested in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, he was arrested yesterday, Wednesday, for a battery charge for domestic violence. A lot of people are saying, like, they don't think it's true they don't think that he really did that um they're saying they're using the fact that him and Ari used to play fight all the time like as an excuse I'm sorry but a couple of hours ago Ari posted this on her Instagram story and she said he kicked my door down to get in my house because I wouldn't let him in beat the f out of me in front of my son then he took my son outside to his friends and had them drive off with my son Hit all my knives in the house, broke my phone, and locked me inside and beat the F out of me again. Choked me, punched me in the face, and all over my body. Dragged me outside on the concrete by my hair after his friends drove off with my son. Took me in the office and took me in the house and continued to beat me. He wrecked my whole entire house, broke all my stuff. I have a black eye. My body scraped up from being dragged outside. Bruises and cuts all over my body. Please don't speak on no old relationship play fights because this ain't that. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, that's pretty crazy, dude. <laughs> Listen, I think a lot of the time when celebrities have um, abuse scandals, mm-hmm. people are so quick to defend them, and they don't want to hear the woman's point of view or whoever the abuser's point of view is. And I think that there's no possible way to defend him after hearing that. Like, there's, like, there's really no defense to that, like, at all. I just feel like what was the like why like i feel like i'm like i'm tired of hearing about g herbo and ari like i feel like every 
couple of like days of something new. Like just the other week for their son's like birthday party, they was beefing, they was fighting at the birthday oh, I party. See not, I see not. Like y'all are grown. Y'all are adults. Like make it make sense. Because I called Chief and he said that's not it. <laughs> I just want everybody to be better. I can. I really can. Moving on to our next topic, Kodak Black was arrested on a weapon and drug uh, weapon and drug charges at the U.S. border between the U.S. and Canada. But he also today has been released on a twenty thousand dollar cash bond. So everyone was like so happy that he was released. I mean, not even released. I see more people being happy that he was arrested. I don't like that man. I mean, his music is catchy, but I don't like him. I just I just need Kodak to be better. Did he say something like how he doesn't like black women or whatever? Um, yeah, I do remember him saying that, but then also like he was on Young Ma's he was harassing Yeah, that's May. another reason why I don't like him. And he made a comment about Lauren London, like I understand that basically that she's grieving and everything, but like in a year or two, like I would love to like What do you say date about her? He okay, that. you're a fucking weirdo. He's so <laughs> stupid. This is just that's just straight up ignorance. Could you imagine, though, like, losing your significant other and, like, this random dude that you really don't know is, like, going all over social media saying that, though? Like, the disrespect. It's inconsiderate. Yeah. I don't like him. It's a no for me. I still be bopping to his music, though, sometimes. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um, speaking of that, eBay is preventing users from selling, like, Nipsey Hussle memorial booklets on their site for hundreds of, hundreds of dollars. Shout out to eBay for that. Because I just feel like, where is your, where are people's hearts? Like, I just feel like, why is everything morals? Like, why is everything about money? Like, there is no reason why you should be selling that, especially if it was something that was free. Like, like this is not like a like this is somebody's real life that mm-hmm. was taken away. Like, this is someone that has real family members. Like, okay, I understand he was a cele- celebrity, but yeah. I just feel like, at what point do y'all realize that these are still, like, regular people with regular mm-hmm. families? Like, what the fuck? That's, like, so disrespectful. They're making money off of, trying to make money off of his death. And the crazy part is, like, the money not even going to his family. Like, you're trying to make a come up for you, basically. That's terrible. Honestly, I just, I just want everyone to be better. People don't think about what they're doing anymore. I can never see, like, I can never, I just want to know, like, the thought process behind someone that would do that, though. They're just about the money and the clout, so. Yeah, that money stuff, money could, money is a, it's a, it's a drug. It's an evil drug. It is. People will do anything for it. Seriously. Now, getting into our last topic. Make sure you guys come out to the BSU Masquerade Ball tomorrow. It's going to be lit. It's going to be really fun. It's going to be a meat hall. It begins at 8 to 1 a.m. Um, music is by DJ's Lit. We're going to... The BSU board, uh, we have booked a lot of good treats and food and stuff. The music should be really good. We do provide masks at our event tomorrow because it is a Masquerade Ball. Um, but I just want to say this. We have about 100 masks, and I just want to say that it's a first-come, first-serve kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So if you want a mask, I suggest you come at a decent time. Is it, um, are there going to be any raffles or anything? No. No? That's okay, I'm still going. So. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of um, it's a lot of food. What kind of food? We have like hors d'oeuvres. Okay. Um, Fancy. we have. I'm really excited about the dessert portion. Like we have like cupcakes, we have like macaroons, mm-hmm. we have like cookies, we have like a bunch of stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. It should be really good. So make sure you guys come out to that. Um, also tonight, Diversity Inclusion is having their hair politics event in BC Lounge. Basically, just talking about Black women, or not even just Black women, but Black people in general, um, and how they have, you know, had issues with their hair, whether it be, you know, in the workspace or mm-hmm. feeling like discrimi- discriminatory against. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I couldn't say that, but. <laughs> Uh, have you experienced anything like that, Amarachi? Like hair discrimination? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I feel like, so I'm Nigerian, mm-hmm. and in Nigerian culture, like, and also because of, you know, colonization, like the British was there for a really long time, like, people just perm their hair, you don't really wear your hair natural, and that's changing now, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, my aunts from Nigeria, they came over one summer, and I was wearing my hair natural, and I have really, really kinky, like, Mm-hmm. 4C hair like if you know what that means like really kinky hair right and it wasn't stretched or anything it wasn't blowed out like I it was just in its natural state and I went out I was about to go to the bank and my aunt wouldn't let me go out until I put a scarf around my head like she really was like you can't go out like that but she didn't understand like it's my natural hair I'm about to wear it out like but now I'm proud of it I used to I used to be ashamed of wearing my hair out but I'll wear it I was just wearing it this uh, earlier this week but I I'm it. like so excited because this summer mm-hmm. I plan on after I take this someone out. I plan on getting a. I plan on getting um, I'm cutting my hair and getting a silk press. Ooh, okay. So I'm really excited. Like this, like cute little bob cut. That's cute. And yeah, I really don't wear my hair out like that. So I'm really trying to start that. Yeah, I'm about to start wearing my hair out more. But then after that, I have to get braids because it's gonna be hot as fuck. No one wants to deal with their natural hair sport in the summer at all like mm. yeah it's a no for me protective styling um also on saturday the dots of fashion show is happening i'm so excited like i think everyone should go to the dots of fashion show like it's gonna be fun i went last year it was really fun um it's really cool like it's entertaining like where is it again um it's it should be in last year was in crawford hall and they put the stage in there and okay. everything. I'm pretty sure it's going to be like that this year. I'm looking forward to it. And they have an after party, so. It's lit. Definitely, definitely. I definitely highly recommend that because Drew doesn't really have events like that. So, yes. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited. I'm also excited to see, like, the um, designers and, like, what... What pieces? Because, you know, DASA is like the Drew um, African Student Association. But the designers that come don't only have like, you know, traditional like African style clothing. Like they're they're like designers from all over. So it will be really interesting to see what kind of designers they have this year and, you know, what the models, you know, bring to the table. So I'm really excited about that. Make sure you guys come out to that. Um... But yeah, we're going to go into a short music break. And when we come back, we're going to start our interview with Blaze the Rebel. So stay tuned. This is Black Talk Radio. And we are now back, ready to start our interview. We got Blaze the Rebel in the building. Yes, what up, sir. What up, what up? You know the vibes. 
So I'm glad to be here. First, we're glad for having you. Mm. Um, tell us where you from. What made you start getting into music? I'm from East Orange, New Jersey, better known as Ill Town to the uh, locals around there. You feel me? And um, I feel like it's kind of hard to say what one thing started me with music because um like even since i was young like my mom always had me like playing instruments and just doing like extracurricular stuff mm -hmm. and you know as i got older i would find myself just penning little raps on like papers and stuff and then just you know i never took it serious i was never like yo i'm about to be a rapper like let's right. do it you know what i'm saying but i just found myself on youtube just looking up beats and then just writing them but I would ball them up because I'd be cursing in the raps, but you feel me? I'm not supposed to be cursing nothing, so I'd ball them up and shit. And then I'd come back home, and, you know, my mom, I'd, I'd find it, like, spread out on my bed. Like, so I'm like, all right, my mom obviously, like, found it. So it's like, all right, I'm sure she read it, too. So it's like, all right, whatever at this point. And then, you know, I had met some friends in high school and ended up, you know, linking with somebody through somebody else. And then it gave me a platform um, to really start taking it serious. So I met my brother, uh jay keys josh keys however you want to call him mm -hmm. and um yeah he was the first person that he was my first producer like my first real producer so from rip the minute i decided to start like rapping i had my own personal producer so i never had mm -hmm. to like you know a lot of people got to go on youtube and stuff like that to start mm -hmm. building their catalog like off rip i had the the experience of just making my own music so that was a lot of motivation because i was young i had a lot more free time yeah. right. and i was able to just fuel that that and and fun fact like i graduated school early like a year okay. early you know what i'm saying so i was like all right i'm gonna take it serious i'm gonna go full force like i got a whole extra year like i was doing other stuff in conjunction with the music but i'm gonna just tackle that right now because that's what we're talking about and then yeah it turned into a real life passion and i'm here i'm here now so okay. yeah all right you feel me? now do you have any like upcoming projects things you've been working yeah on? i'm actually um so my last project dropped like in may it'll be two years it was called the chase that was my like my debut project mm -hmm. and i'm working on another project right now called master ceremony um i'm just waiting to get the last bit of like mixes done for it so i can roll it out because mm -hmm. i don't want to just link in bio it, yeah. the whole thing like yo it's out link mm -hmm. in bio and then that's it you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. i'm trying to figure out exactly how i could roll it out in the most epic way possible because mm -hmm. i feel like the people that have been waiting on it deserve mm -hmm. to get it rolled out properly and you know this is my art at the end of the day so i'm being mad <laughs> like sure i'm being a perfectionist yeah you guys because once it's out it's out but yeah to answer your question I, I am i'm working on a project realistically i wanted to put it out mm -hmm. in may on some like two-year commemoration mm -hmm. type shit but you know i can't rush it i know right. when i feel it I'm, I'm gonna put it out but it's coming soon like for whoever really rocks with me that's listening to this or is going to listen to this, just know, like, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm not just slouching in the crib, just, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, okay, okay. yeah. That's, that's really good. Now, um, what has to be one of your favorite songs that you have created so far, whether it be from the project from two years ago, whether it be from this upcoming project? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm sure a lot of artists love their music, but I love I love the music I got on this project coming up. Like, I performed this one song all the time off the project coming up, and it's called, I don't know, like, that's the name of the song, like, IDK. If you look, once you listen to the project, go to that song. I perform it, and every time I perform it, people come up to me like, yo, what was that, bro? That shit <laughs> was crazy. And I'm not the type to gas myself up. I'm just right. going off of what, yeah. what people are telling me, like, yeah. yo, that shit's crazy. My sister learned the words to that like it's probably the fastest song that she learned by me you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. she she loves that song i'll take her to a performance with me she's like 
what you performing? Like, are you performing that song? I'm like, I wasn't planning on She's like, oh, you got to perform it. And every time I do it, it goes crazy. So I would say I Don't Know is, like, literally the song name I Don't Know is probably, like, one of my favorite songs that I've made. And then um, I got this other song with my boy Jay Wonder. Shout out Jay Wonder. He's from Montclair. And um, he's on my project, too. And that uh, it's called 973, and that's on the project, too. That's one of my favorite songs by me so far. That's and, a good uh, title. Yeah. yeah. Where nobody steal it, please. <laughs> you know how people be coming in Jersey. So. Yeah, that is a good title. Now, um, if you could work with any artist, who mm-hmm. would it be? Smino. Smino. I like Smino. He works with uh, No Name. Mm-hmm. No Name and John Doe and, yeah. you know, all them people like that. Masego mm-hmm. and Sango. And, yeah. Yeah. Why would, that, why would you choose him? Yo, not even on the, like, gassing type shit, but... <laughs> That's really my favorite artist, like, probably out of my whole life of having favorite artists. I'm not mm. going to lie. Like, I'm actually, he has a concert in May that I'm going to in Brooklyn. I'm going to try and get meet in Greece just so I can meet him. Mm-hmm. But I just love his vibe. Like, he's another young dude, you get what I'm saying? But he on some real, like, country type shit, like, country soul, you get what I'm saying? From, like, Louisiana, like, St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And just the way he, he hops on beats and his beat selection and, like, the way he chooses to use his words and his kids just everything it's lit it's lit to me you get what i'm saying and like con con like contrary to the music that i put out now like i'm sitting on so many like soulful songs in my catalog that anybody who followed me from the beginning would already know what's up especially if you were around but like i love those type of songs but i feel like it'll make more sense if i get to show that side by working with artists that do that on the regular you get what i'm saying so if i want if i get the chance i would want to work with the best of who I think is the best in that category too and like Smino is just he just takes the cake with it like his music is just I don't know it's different so okay yeah I know everybody else would probably be like yo Drake or Tony Lane or, yeah we you do know what get, I'm we do get a lot of art people um, on here that say Drake or Travis Scott yeah I don't and I'm not mad at that but I just feel like that's really like cliche like are you just trying to get a banger or are you trying to make actual music that's you feel me? Because yeah. me personally, like, I remember when I was younger, mm-hmm. like, and I, I still got it in me because that's the fire pushing me. But I'm like, yo, I'm going to be the best. Like, I'm about to kill everybody. Like, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. and of course, like, when I get in rapper, rapper mode, that's the mentality, obviously. But like, right. and on a realistic tip, like, I just want to influence the people that I'm important to, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like, as long as I'm touching them, that's all that matters yeah, to me. That's important. You get what I'm saying? As long as I'm doing something, and like, since young, like, I've had people, and, you know, you would only hear this in movies and stuff like that, but it's really crazy and it's surreal when you got people overseas who have never seen you a day in your life, never stepped foot in Jersey, and they're hitting you up, like, yo, I'm from Russia, I'm from Germany, I'm from Iran, mm-hmm. and people telling you, like, yo, my, my grandparents just died, and your music just got me through it, and I'm like, like, me? You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, you get what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, what? So, I don't do I don't do rap to become famous. I ain't gonna go off on a tangent. I'm gonna just I just want to no, really get ahead. this note out. Like, I just know me being me, that's gonna come with it anyway. I'm not stressing that. If anything, I don't even want it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know you can get money off of this music stuff without even being famous. You don't have to be the most famous person. It's people eating, mm-hmm. eating. You know what I'm saying? It's all about your business module, how you go about stuff, and everything. And you know what's funny? I saw a sign out here. And that shit blew my mind. It was like, people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. Like, there's a sign out there on the tree that says that. And I'm like, yo, that's just, like, so true. And I feel like that resonated with me because I feel like a lot of people rock with me based off, like, 
what I do it for, not what I'm doing, if that makes sense. So I, I also feel like people flock to people that are genuine. Yeah. So when you're genuine, it's going to show. When you mm-hmm. just want to do something for clout, it's mm-hmm. going to show as well. Yeah. So. Being genuine will take you a long way. Right. And that's why a lot of people respect me. Like, I might tell you some shit you don't want to hear, but you're going to respect me in the long run because I was mm-hmm. honest about it. You know what I'm saying? Whether that be me fucking up or me giving my opinion on something, mm-hmm. if you asked for it. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what it is, and you might get heated in the moment, but then you're going to be like, yeah, I respect them for being 100. You know what I'm right. saying? Because you're going to be able to trust my word no matter the situation. Right. What? Now, what would you say would be, you know, your favorite thing about making music? Yo, my favorite thing about making music is literally, like, making the music. And and let me not sound, like, redundant or anything, but, like, it's who's in the room with you. You know what I'm saying? What story? Like, because we joke a lot. Everybody I'm around is straight good vibes. We joke a lot. We work. We laugh with each other. We know when it gets serious. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's the whole vibe. It's like, yo, what happened earlier in the day that sparked it and, and made us come up with this song? Like, how were you feeling this day? You know what I'm saying? What did this song get you through? What does what this represent to you? How much fun did we have while we were making this? Like, that's that's the fun of the song. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody laying their parts down, and then you listen to it once you hop out the booth, and everybody getting hyped. Like, I live for that. I right. live for that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a firm believer that the energy that's put around a song plays a role in how well it does. Right. Like, on some... Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not no spiritual person, but, like, you... Uh, in, in that type of realm You know yeah. what I'm saying It's like mm-hmm. On some law of attraction Type shit So Like if you're negative While making the song It's gonna show Yeah you know, th- That's the vibes You're gonna bring mm-hmm. So Yeah that's my favorite part Of the song It's just Just building that connection With other artists And creatives Working with other creatives And just producing something That was never there Like literally taking A blank slate mm-hmm. And producing something That's That's magic to me So I love I love that part You know what I'm saying But I think that's dope. I definitely think it's important to really get in the right mindset before you create. Mm -hmm. And I seen this post the other day and it was just like, as a creative, like, it's okay to like, take a break. Mm -hmm. It it definitely is. Or, you know, not work if you really just not in the mindset. Because I feel like a lot of people have this like, idea that it has to be like, work, 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 24-7. But then if you're like that, the shit that you're going to put out is nine times out of ten going to be shitty as opposed to you if you just took a break. Mm-hmm. Well, there's two sides to that. Okay. There's two sides to that. And I'm going to break it down because I've been on both sides. So, like, I, let, I'll travel back to, like, 2016. Mm-hmm. Well, I was a fucking workaholic. Like, I'm still a workaholic. But, like, I've learned time management and I space it out better so I could be more efficient. I'm working smarter instead of harder. Mm. Back then, I used to work way harder. It's nothing wrong with working hard. But a lot of people end up getting drained out because they're not moving properly. So, like me personally, I was like, yo, I can be chilling. If I'm playing Xbox for a little too long, just giving my, my mental like a little break. I don't even realize that's what I'm doing subconsciously, like trying to give myself a break. But after like an hour, I'd be like, bro, you're bullshit, bro. Like, mm-hmm. there's stuff to be done. Like, work, work, work. And... You know, I was never the type of person to think that I would ever get depressed. And I don't even think depressed is even the word to use it. But it's mm-hmm. it's in that area. And it's like, if I wasn't depressed, I would say I was definitely drained. Like, OD. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I felt like my work was getting in the middle of my, my personal life, my business life, 
I had a girl at back at that time, and it's like I felt like it was getting the way of that too, mm-hmm. and. It was a scary time because I felt like I was finding myself and I was at a phase of my life where I had to put in 100% with whatever I did. And it's hard for you to put 100% in all these different avenues when, when you know what I'm saying, when you're only one person. And that's why I said there's two sides because that's the other side. Mm-hmm. So I feel like one side of me worked harder and one worked smarter. This side, you know what I'm saying, I'm still a workaholic. But I can right. tell you I'm way more happy now and I don't feel tired as much. Mm-hmm. It's all time management. I tell people every day, yo, use that calendar app in your phone. Use that schedule app in your phone. That shit helps you. I'm a person. Listen, I'm not going to lie. I smoke a lot. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I just be, and I be ripping and running. So I be forgetting what I got to do sometimes. But that notes, like, it helps you be, it helps you be a little more, more functional, a little more organized. You know what I'm saying? And that saves you time throughout the day. And, you know, you got to start allocating time to really just be a human and just yeah. chill. Like, it's, it's. It's necessary. And I want everybody to know because there's a lot of people that commend me for working hard. I need you to know it's okay to have an off day. Mm-hmm. Don't make your off day every day. And right. if you don't feel right dedicating a whole day to chilling, dedicate some time out of your day to chill. You having two, three hours to yourself is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad thing. And you're going to thank yourself later in the future for that. So. Yeah, that's just for anybody out there that's a fellow workaholic like me. Like, just pace yourself. <laughs> Just pace yourself, and it's gonna work in the long run. Like everybody in this generation feels as though like they probably should have been at a certain point in their life yeah. where they are right now, and I respect that because this generation is full of go getters. Right. You know what I'm saying? We we ready. Like me, I was ready. I've been telling my parents I've been trying to work since I turned 13, 14. <laughs> like I want a job. They're like, Yo, chill. I'm like, <laughs> when when do you hear your kid trying to ask right, for a job yeah. at 14? And then you're telling him to chill. Like I'm trying to make my bread, but you get what I'm saying? Like. How old are you now? Oh, I'm I'm 22. Okay. I know my voice probably sounds like it's 45 or something. But like, you now I'm 22. Know. My birthday's in September. You're a Virgo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm. We ain't bad. We ain't, we loyal Virgos, individuals. Nah, it's crazy because I was on Twitter the other day mm-hmm. and they were talking about Beyonce's work ethic, and they were like, "She's a Virgo. Like, why are y'all surprised?" It runs in our blood. Sense. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. I'm Really true. I'm, not How far, I'm still not good with my astrology stuff. Like I'm not good. I'm, I know I'm a Leo, but that's like it. I don't know yeah, that's about, about like I learned I my little, little bit, a little bit. I'm a Sag. We get called like workaholics too. I'm like I work really hard, but I just had to. I'm getting into that stage where I'm mm. like realizing like okay, yes, you're a workaholic, but you gotta take time for yourself. Yeah, and I feel like I'm. I'm this year. I've been like a hundred percent better with it. Yeah, that's good. Watch it. Watch it's gonna pay off in the long run. One thing, can I can I backtrack to this little astrology mm-hmm. thing? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go deep. I just go I just ahead. think it's funny you where like you know it's funny when like you vibe it out with a person, you just having a conversation. They be like, "What's your birthday?" I be like, "A broken up." Like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, before I even told you that it we was, was all, good. all good, we was all vibing, we was chilling. All of a sudden, I'm born around this book. <laughs> you fake mad at me? Like what? <laughs> But nah, that's all I wanted to say. That's all I wanted to Virgos say. are cool. I mean, to be honest, I just think everybody doesn't like Gemini's. See, I heard about people I ain't gonna not hold Gemini's, you. <laughs> but I don't know why. Why don't people like Gemini's? Because they really got issues. I'm not even going to bunch all Gemini's up in one box because I got, I got a few Gemini's that I'm cool with. Mm-hmm. But my ex was a Gemini. Yikes. And... <laughs> <laughs> what month is this? What month is Gemini? No, 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 no. My ex is Gemini, but it's just like we would always just butt heads. 
we were just always butt heads and I just I would joke around but I feel like I'm slightly serious I'm like I would never date like another Gemini yeah. like it's deed up for y'all I'm sorry like it's You're just scared. it's deed up I'll be cool with you though but like it's over okay so you're do you still want to freestyle for my listener yeah 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 i'll give i'm sure there's some people who haven't heard i'll do some favorites for people you get what i'm saying okay okay you want to do it right now yeah all right you can uh. do it acapella yeah acapella you feel me so y'all can y'all can hear this voice you feel me all right uh, I said, one take with it, I don't even need to practice. And I don't speak on niggas in the past tense. I'ma keep it truck and a Mac and I promise I'm only being honest. And I ain't trying to brag when I tell these niggas that I ain't really going for nothing. I got my foot up in the door, but I ain't show up for nothing. They got the poker face, but I'm with nobody bluffing. So I play my cards right like I'm up to something. Well, throwing punchlines over these kick drums. Wait, blaze rubber all up in your eardrums. Never have waves, but they say my flow's fearsome. You ain't making noise. They be like, yo, did you hear some? Got two strand twists, rolling strands in the backwood. Got a bad bitch looking mad good. Shorty told me that she wanna come and make a movie. Your little act right fucking around and make an act good, blaze. You feel me? Okay. <laughs> you got what I'm saying? Ah. Uh, that was that was good. Good looks, good looks, good looks. Would you ever have you ever been in the scythe before? Yeah, multiple yeah, hell yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? I love like I love those. I love watching them. Yo, last time we had a nice little fun scythe at my mm-hmm. boy uh shout out to Mod Savage, by the way. He's on the project too. Um he has these events called Best of Essex uh, every month. At, go at, yo, so you need to go. It's one of the most organic, nicest experiences in Jersey. Listen, whether you're a seasoned artist or an up-and-coming artist, if you need mm-hmm. to go somewhere with good vibes, with good energy, and just give your tracks a test run, go over there and perform. If you really feel like you can perform, go over there and perform. And it's a cash prize at the end. The you know crazy part is the company that sometimes like does like the prizes and stuff, mm-hmm. like Sloppy Vinyl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah, Sloppy Vinyls. Yeah, I've heard yeah. of them. Um, I used to like work for them. I used to intern for them, and but, like, I still have never been to a best of Essex. So I'm trying to hopefully go sometime this summer. Mm-hmm. You need to go. I'm telling you, it's, it's before it gets huge because it got a lot of potential to be huge. Like that whole dynamic. Like I love what Samad is doing because he's always been about the people. You feel me? So yeah, but we was having a fun little cipher in there. It was lit. I actually got a show on the 4th, by the way, for whoever's listening at 222 Hollywood Ave. Tickets are $15 online. 20 at the door. It's going to be some crazy people in there. It's going to be me. It's going to be Tree Safari. It's going to be a couple others, too. And, um, yeah. There you go. Okay. Yo, y'all got to stop me sometimes. I just be no, random. Yeah, like, you good. feel me? I, I really like when my, you know, interviewees, they really, you know, vo- they're vocal. Yeah, because I'll talk forever. And they like to, you know, share their story or, you mm-hmm. know, anything that they got going on because that makes the interview better. I don't, I want things to be organic. Yeah. So an interview is a basic conversation. Where I just hate the people that come in the interviews and just be like, Acting like the cool kid all the time, they'd be like, "Where?" Yeah, I had yeah. some, I had some, hor- I had some horror, yeah, I had some horror. Yeah, but he's, yeah, but he's. I had one person come in here and I asked him, like, I know that that's who I'm talking about. <laughs> I was like, "What is like the typical day like for you?" And he was like, "Well, to be honest, I don't really work hard." So. Yeah, he said that. Like. Yo, y'all lucky about. there's not a camera here because I would have just got up and walked out on somebody's shit <laughs> after this, like. I just feel like, what you mean? Like, <laughs> exactly. Why are you here? Like, I don't know who that is, but shout out to bro. I hope you get better. <laughs> like, I hope you get better. Like that shit was crazy, and he had a couple of businesses too. And he was like, a couple I, of businesses. Yeah, and he was like, to be honest, I don't really work too hard. I just play like air by air, day by day. Uh, okay, well, good luck with that, buddy. Yeah, I don't know how that's gonna work out, but <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm gonna let him back. 
what is the typical day like for you? I don't know if you Yo, do music, but <laughs> that shit I'm just sure made my head hurt. Listen, there is no typical day for me. I cannot listen. Let me hold on. I'm gonna put my calendar out, right? I'm gonna put my calendar out, and I'm gonna just read what I did for the last just just from Sunday to Thursday, right? Okay. From Sunday, I woke up and I was editing videos all day. You know what I'm saying? I'm usually editing videos, and then I probably went out to a shoot, and then I'm probably coming back and I'm working on music. I'm doing either one of the three so throughout you do every day. Videography. I have a film production company. I have two film production companies. I have one. It's called Rebel Kingdom Cinematics, mm-hmm. and that specializes in um, music videos. But I don't really shoot music videos anymore. I did what I had to do. I paid my dues with that. I don't know if you ever seen. I'm, I'm dead ass. Like, it's cool. It was a phase in my life, and it did it. It did what it right. needed to. Like, mm-hmm. I still do music videos, but not those music videos. Like, if you go on the page, you'll see what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But. I retired that, and then I started um, a new company called Film Shooters Media, and we specialize in short films, commercial stuff, business promotion, um, and people that's trying to be like, you know, public figures and stuff like that, and just just brand building. You get what I'm saying, and that's been that's been working out like beautifully for me. You get what I'm saying, and um, yeah. So usually on a regular day, like I, I shot at least six videos this week already. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And I just finished editing this. I shot a short film two weeks ago over the weekend for somebody, for a police officer's daughter, actually. Awesome. It's kind of dope. And she wrote the script herself. It's crazy. Mm. But, yeah, to sum up, like, on a regular day, I get up. Uh, I check my calendar. I call my boy Keys. I figure out what we got to do for the day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I go edit some videos or I go shoot, come back, work on music, link with my boys, rinse, repeat, do the same thing every day. And I got like a to-do list. I got at least five things I get done every day. That's good. I feel like you're super organized. Super I try to be. Tags, yeah. You know, know what you want. Mm-hmm. And you're really out here getting it. So that's super dope. If you could leave the listeners with one thing to remember about you, what would it be? Because we're about to close out the show. Mm-hmm. Damn, that was a loaded question. That is a good question to ask. The one thing I would leave with everybody, does it have to be about me or just period? It's just period. life. <laughs> Yo, honestly, this is going to sound cliche as hell, but be yourself. But be 100% yourself and be mm-hmm. comfortable in being yourself. Once I started being myself, life started changing and everybody that I needed around me started gravitating towards me. You know what I'm saying? Because those were the people I needed around me. And All life right. got way better. Started making more money and everything. Just be yourself unapologetically. Okay. And I'm going to leave people with that. I think that's yeah, a that's super good. dope lesson. Everyone, just be yourself. Word up. Live your best life. It's cliche, but it works. I promise <laughs> you, just do it. Just Thank do you. it. Thank you. Thank you so it. much for stopping by today. You feel me? It's your boy, Blaze the Rebel. You know the vibes. Rebel Clan repping. I had to get that out. Right. Drop we your good. socials. Oh, you can follow me on Instagram at Blaze the Rebel. It's spelled regular, not no funny stuff. Like <laughs> B-L-A-Z-E, Blaze, the T-H-E, Rebel, R-E-B-E-L. Same on uh, same on Twitter, but it's Blaze underscore the Rebel. And you'll find me, uh, go on YouTube, just type in the Rebel Clan, and you'll find my stuff. You'll find my YouTube channel. Um, and everywhere else, yo, Blaze the Rebel, Blaze the Rebel, Blaze the Rebel. All right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Make sure you guys tune in to Black Talk Radio. Bye. Yes, sir.